Stories move hearts and hearts move impact. Slingshot Stories. 10 to 15 minute episodes built around what we believe to be really practical key areas of impact that are going to help you grow in your understanding of what impact is and how you can accomplish it. Everybody's on planet Earth for a reason. Find your sweet spot, get off the bench, and get in the game. Welcome to Slingshot Stories, a series produced in collaboration with Journey to Impact and Slingshot Memphis. I'm Ed Gellantine, and I'll be co-hosting today along with my partner in Impact, Jared Barnett, the CEO of Slingshot Memphis. Jared, how are you? I'm doing great today. Fantastic. We've got another really good topic today, data-driven decision-making. And this is something you guys do really well. Your website's an amazing resource. I'd really encourage people to go there and visit it. It's slingshotmemphis.org. Uh, also, that's where they have their, their impact summary profiles, which are amazing, as you might take from the name, summary profiles of different impact organizations, a wealth of information. So tell us, Jared, why is data-driven decision-making so important in the area of impact? The reason that data-driven decision-making is so important in philanthropy is because it influences people's lives. And so relative you know, to how we use data and other things, which will be around you know, trying to make a better product or make more money, which are good things, in philanthropy or in impact, it's really improving the quality of people's lives. Or if we don't do it well, it's persisting a lower quality of life for people that we could otherwise change. So when you talk about changing lives positively or missing it on the flip side and getting it negative, um, and we talked about this in our previous episode, so many decisions in the impact world are driven by the heart. When you talk to somebody, especially someone maybe that's passionate about their organization, passionate about their impact, and you challenge them to have some data to drive the direction that they're going, the things that they do, I feel like you get a lot of pushback. What's been y'all's experience? I've been pleasantly surprised with the organizations that we've been able to work alongside with how open they are to thinking about data differently or using the data they have uh, more effectively. And I think a part of that is that it gets at this idea of when you're truly passionate about it and focused on achieving outcomes for the people you're with, you want to do whatever you can to do that. And so I think a big challenge has been there hasn't been a great set of metrics to use or a great kind of methodology to think about what should you be gathering, that it's been really hard. It's been really nebulous. And so organizations haven't had either the understanding of how to do that or the skill sets on their team to do that. And so it just ha- they haven't done it. But when they're able to get support to do that, most of the organizations we've worked with, overwhelmingly most of the organizations we work with, have been very supportive of that and have really valued a chance to understand things in a way that they may not have previously. That's good to hear. And, you know, one of the pushbacks that I get regularly is, these are human beings, not data points, right? And so talk a little bit about that, where we're balancing the dignity of human life with data and, and how that allows for greater impact without just turning people into numbers. Yeah, so I, I think the first thing you can't do is just rely only on the data, right? That by itself doesn't work and, and you get a skewed perspective because you have to contextualize it right? You have to understand it. And so that's a really important piece is that you can go too far 
on the data and lose sight of that very thing that it's around people and, and, and that has to be done more thoughtfully than just how to make a widget. Um, at the same time though, right? Like I wouldn't go to a doctor and rely entirely on, Hey, I'm a human. Just, I want you to kind of be friends with me and figure this out. But right. you know, I'm not going to look at how successful you are at your surgeries or if you've had, you know, numerous malpractice suits like that. I want to use some of that information and be thoughtful around how I would receive medical care or how I receive other types of support. And so it's this idea of there's a, a balance, right? Around supplementing the, the human element of this with the data so that you get the best of both, which is really what we're, we believe is, is needed to really achieve the impact we want uh, when it comes to alleviating poverty here in the city. Well said. I, one of the things that, that I get back to is that the needs in our world are so great, and they really are existential in many cases. You're talking about uh, food sustainability, you're talking about deep, deep levels of generational poverty. Um, you're talking about even in the United States, one of the most advanced countries in the world, we need to start thinking about the sustainability of our water supply, let's say. So these are huge issues. And my response many times has been simply, we can't afford not to have data because the cost is too great if we miss it. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I completely agree. I mean, it's, it's again, the, the consequences when it comes to philanthropy, when it comes to helping and poverty alleviation are just at a different scale if we get it wrong than if we get something wrong again in a, you know, a product mix or a right. feature of a product, right? Because again, what we're doing is if we get it wrong, then it either means one of two things. We're hurting people because of our choices or we're making people suffer longer than they need to because we're not making decisions based on what the data is telling us. You know, again, we're kind of hoping or praying or, or you know, thinking that this might work, but we don't know. And so it's that, that urgency right, around the need to help people get out of poverty that, in my mind, makes data and data-driven decision-making so much more important when it comes to impact in philanthropy. You know, that reminds me of a personal experience I had at our project in Ethiopia, which most people know Highland Harvesters is an impact for-profit ag company. And we employ 150 or so people and a bunch of families in rural southern Ethiopia. So pretty extreme poverty relative to where we are. Um, I believe the year before last, we had three of our workers die in the process of labor, of delivering their babies. And that's where that urgency comes in. We, we have to get this project successful so that then we can have health care at the top of this mountain where there is none. And yet you can easily burn yourself out. If you're so focused on changing that and changing that as fast as you can, and it's easy to ignore data, it reminds me of Brian Fickert's book, When Helping Hurts, right? And so a lot of times we think we're doing what's good and we're actually harming the people we're trying to help. To uh, Sometimes it's not a big deal. Sometimes it's a huge deal. Talk, though, about collecting data. That's crazy hard in the United States where you and you think about our industry financial where we got a lot of publicly available information. That is usually not the case in some of these organizations. How do you collect it? And then what do you do with it? Yeah. Uh, if, if you want to go back to experiences in Africa, one of the sayings that I was told is, you know, how do you eat an elephant? 
right? And the answer is one bite at a time, right? right? And so I think it's the same thing when it comes to something like data, which you know it will take a while for the nonprofit space to catch up to the for-profit space because the for-profit space has all of these incentives that support that, right? Like I'll lose my job if I can't reach certain, you know, performance metrics or sales targets or other things. And so I'm going to invest in everything I can to help me do that better. And so there's this natural kind of incentives to do that. In the nonprofit space, we because it's not driven by you know capitalism in terms of profit and loss, it's driven based on, is it helping people's lives? Or it should be based on, is it helping people's lives? Uh, that's a lot harder to measure. And we don't have those same things in place. And so my answer there is start with something, right? It's it's not hard to just start collecting in an Excel file some basic information about the people you're working with around what's their starting point. And then to try and keep in touch with them to understand how does that change over time as I work with them, as these programming, you know, they go through the programming. And so you don't have to start with, you know, this huge scope of what you do. But just like anything else, there's metrics that are disproportionately help, more helpful than others. Right. Start with those and then expand over time and learn. The key here, though, is that, that the reason the data is helpful is you learn from it, right? It gives you evidence around is it working or is it not and why, right? Which is the, the key thing. If it's not working, then what do you do right. to fix it? If it is working, how do you do more of it, right? Or, or expand upon a strength, which was a big part of what we believe in is that the strength-based mindset right around how we do things is if you're really good at something, do what you're really good at. I love how you put that because we're all going back to outcomes, right? What? Why are we doing this? We want outcomes. And how do you know if you're having outcomes without data? And then you dive the sort of the next level diving down is how can we do it better? Are we getting the wrong outcomes? All those things. They're, they're connected to data collections, data um, gathering. And you got to do all of that within the context of humanity people being human and all of the nuances that come with that. That's really, really fantastic. Data-driven decision-making, to me, it's one of the most important topics related to impact that we can discuss. Great conversation. Looking forward to the next one. Thank you for listening. We love your feedback, so please let us know what you thought about this episode as well as what you'd like to hear more of in the future. For more information, impact resources, or to purchase a copy of the book, Journey to Impact, visit edgillentine.com. That's E-D-G-I-L-L-E-N-T-I-N-E.com. The book is also available through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or Target.com. For Ed Gillentine speaking inquiries or advertising opportunities, send us an email at ajourneytoimpact at gmail.com. This has been a presentation of the Journey to Impact podcast team. Executive producer, Ed Gillentine. Associate producer, Meredith Taylor. Produced and edited by Joey Woodruff. Special thanks to Stephen Chandler. Mm-hmm.